welcome, welcome. This is another episode of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky. Why am I talking like a robot? Because there's a good reason for that. And I wish I knew. So, well, for those who don't know, this is a show where we I rant and rave about um, different topics, the little nuances of life, where people tell you to get over it, but it still bothers you. So my goal is that to show you that we all have the same problems and it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. Of course, nobody wants to hear it, but it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And, um, you know, we all feel it too. It's all the little things that happen and that we consider rude, we consider inconsiderate. Um, I'm just, this is an outlet saying that, hey, I, it's okay to feel what you're feeling as long as you don't act on it, right? So, anyway. So what the topic I'm going to cover today is one is that's well known to us. It's kind of a double-edged sword, if you will, only because it's the act of taking a vacation or even a day off where you totally unplug and um, you actually relax from you know whatever work you do or 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 something you know you go to school whatever it is and you, you take like a couple days. Totally unplug, and you disconnect, whatever, right? You feel refreshed. You feel more like yourself, your old self, whatever that may be. And then you realize when you come back to school, work, what what have you, you re- you start realizing, hey, what do I do here? <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's, see what I mean? It's a double-edged sword. It's, it's on one facet, you're feeling great. You feel like, hey, refreshed mentally and maybe even physically because of that. But yet when you come back, you back to the hustle and bustle, you're like, I don't know what I do here. <laughs> that just recently happened to me with the three-day weekend. I had, uh, I had a great three-day weekend. We just uh, came back from uh, President's Day. and uh, But Tuesday just took me all day to – some people can recover rather quickly. On me, I'm one of those I can't. So I was just all day yesterday. Now, probably today, I'm just still trying to uh, um, de- decipher what I do. So that's the part that's just annoying because it takes me a while to to uh, put her back my engine, my mental engine, and just okay, <laughs> gotta I gotta do it. Next, <laughs> but anyway, it's it's kind of like it's it's kind of a good problem only because you know, like I said, you come back and you're feeling refreshed, hopefully. And if you don't, which is I this is something I totally agree with. If you go on vacation and you still dread coming back and all that, it's time to find another job. Put yourself in a good financial position. Um, obviously, especially if you if you make this last minute decision, if you're in the right air spot, again financially, emotionally, and all that, quit. But it, but most of us don't because we can't. So make it your goal to actually quit. But give yourself an end date. Give yourself a look at your finances. See how long can I go on, you know, to survive, and how much you would have to save up. And be realistic. If you, I mean, be realistic with yourself. If you if your goal is to actually leave and it's your priority, well, it's going to go postal. <laughs> so for those who understand the term, you understand it. Um, yeah, leave. 
for your for your mental sake. But if you're in the at least, yes, you still hate your job. But if you're in a position where you can at least, hey, I can set myself up to leave a job and um, actually stay a little bit longer, knowing you have a, a, an exit date, go for it. That's that's I did that with the uh, one of my previous jobs. I started hating it. I really did. I loathed going in. But I went in and, you know, I'm in this. I've been in the support field most of my life. So it was e it's easier, even though we get paid less. It's easier because it's not like, hey, um, I'll find a, I'll find a position equivalent to it somewhere pretty quick, too. So um, what I did is I actually set myself up. I looked at my finances. How, long, how much do I need? At least for six months, at least to a year. Preferably. And I did it. I saved up for that next year until it was going to take me about a year. And that's all I did. I foregoed going out. I foregoed this, that, the other thing, you name it. And uh, I saved up for a full year. And uh, almost a year to the day, I made it. Well, a little bit over. I quit. And I had no backup. I have no backup job. I had no uh, no leads even when I left. Um, scary. Because the next couple months, I end up finding my present job. Maybe what a couple months later. I want to say about four or five months later. And I, in the meantime, I did find a, a I did find a, a job with a startup. Horrible pay, but it gave me a lot of uh, insight on insurance. And I, and uh, so technically, I was only out of a job for about two months. If you wanna, if you wanna really, if you wanna really uh, look at the technicality of, of it, either way, I did it. If you, if you're in that same position, and I know right now it's scary. At the time of this recording, we're going through a recession, and people, all these companies are announcing layoffs. Especially if you're in tech, tech has always been a special breed. They'll hire quickly, pay well, fire quickly, and um, and essentially, I think people who are in tech, you're you're basically, you're basically, even though you're paid well, um, all the projects you do and all that, you're basically putting yourself out of a, of a job. Look at what happened with AI. Look at what happened with um, with all these apps. I remember growing up. I was just talking to a friend of mine about this. Um, when we were growing up in the <clears throat> late 90s, early 2000s, well, actually, the, in the mid to late 90s, you saw all these hot tech jobs that were, um, each, uh, what do you call it? website designer, graphic artist, and um, they were, you just had to know maybe a programmer too. Anyway, you can do that now off your phone. So <laughs> there's that. And then, um, you see a lot of these uh, high-paying jobs now, like one that really gets on my nerves, business analytics, or just analytics, You're they're coding their own job. They're coding their own replacement. It's just, that's why it's, it, it, and it's going to happen. All these people that have these great positions today eventually are going to code themselves out of, out of a job, but I get it. It is what it is. It's the pace of uh, society. But sticking to the subject, if that's the case, if your company offer any type of benefits for mental health and all that, take it. 
therapy, take it. Find ways to uh, make yourself feel better. And this is, obviously, this episode's on a serious note. But I gotta ask you guys, and remember, you can always go to rhetoricrick.wordpress.com. Send me your your comments I got and uh, answers to this question. Have you ever left a job um, that you really hated on the spot, or did you plan it? We've all had a job we hated. Could have been in fast food. Could have been in uh, just a toxic uh, office environment. Could have been um, just something you just just didn't like doing altogether. You could have been the first day, first day you started, you just walked off. I've done that before too. So. <laughs> Check out our social media while you're there. But yeah, I wanted to hear, hear your guys' story. Maybe. And if you let me out, I want to use it on a future show. Something to think about, guys. Always good talking to you. To the next episode.